Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. So, look, the NBA fix, I mean, I, I just want to finish my point then. The NBA fix that's under their control is what you suggested earlier. Start it earlier, end it later. Don't worry about the NFL schedule so that nobody has to play any back-to-backs you remove as much of the temptation to load manage as is humanly possible and if a guy's knees are still bad after that you got an injured list that's it that's exactly i'm not talking about i'm sore i'm in pain therefore you need to miss the game i get it injuries happen i I, you never hear me complain about a guy who's hurt not playing it's the healthy scratches the load management designation. Again, why the NBA ever decided to go public and clean with this in the first place and just hasn't been selling mild ankle sprains since the get-go is a huge, huge, just botched moment of PR and opportunity for the league. But they wanted to be truthful, so here you go. I'm being truthful back to you. I don't believe you, and if you need more time, get more time. There's no element of sports where holding on to a tradition for tradition's sake means more than doing better business. In baseball, it was always 162 games in 180 days. That was it, right? That was, it was 162 games in 180 days, and that is the grueling marathon of this sport. That's what you're looking to accomplish. Now, I don't know if it was... 82 games in 100 days or 110 days or 82 games in how about the 82 games over the course of 365 days a year I don't care expand your entire league over the course of 12 freaking months if you have to and start opening night a week after the NBA finals I don't care take as much time as you need to make sure all healthy players play basketball that's all you need to do. It's such an easy fix. And people are doing, well, there's this load management problem that the league just cannot fix. What are you talking about? No, the, the, I'm an idiot sitting on the radio, and I have fixed it. I don't know if you fixed it, but you've done as much as, as the league can do. Which is, okay, if back-to-backs are the problem, we'll take away all the back-to-backs. And they're not going to shorten the seat. They're not going to shorten the number of games because they want to make the money. And the players don't want the season shortened either because that reduces their pay. So stretch it out. You say, okay, 15th of September, that's when you start the league because that's a month before you start it now. And then you add three weeks on or two and a half weeks onto the end. 
at that point, there are no back-to-backs to have. You don't need them. And the added bonus is you have more practice time so that maybe your players get better because what what's one of the things that coaches complain about all the time? We don't have enough time to practice. Well, now you've got extra days built into the entire season. So all they have to do is do that. Good God, Ray, we've just fixed the sport. We haven't fixed it. We we put a Band-Aid on it. Uh, it's, it's, that's, that's fixing in my house. As soon as well, Jack's yeah, got that got, Band-Aid got, on, we're good. You've got, you've got kids who are indestructible. They sure are. Yeah, I mean, they damage your furniture, but the furniture doesn't damage them. Take a licking and keep on ticking both these boys. They truly do. Look, this is, this is easy to solve. Easy to solve. Well, we don't have the date, the dates to, you know, totally available in our building. Yeah, you do. You're the primary resident of that building. They'll move heaven and earth to accommodate you. Come on. But no, see, that the reason why that's a falsehood, not what you said, but they nobody ever says they don't have the dates. The dates aren't crowded in September. The dates are crowded if you're in a building where you're sharing it with the hockey team. And that doesn't start till the middle of October. So the extra month, well, if you back this up to September 15th, nothing's going on there. The concert business is almost dead in big arenas. And look at so it this you're way. Not, you're, so you're not really impacting that at all. You're actually adding dates. You make a little room for hockey. Everybody wins. Yeah. No, I just... there. How much, how much load management is there in hockey, Ray? There's a fair amount. I mean, it's not as much as the NBA, but there is a fair amount. Is it because they're not protecting assets nearly the way that basketball does? Well, the assets aren't nearly as expensive. I mean, the highest paid hockey player is probably like $12 million. Right. So let me just say that this really is not load management as much as it is asset protection. Well, that's the, the con. Well, that's the it's that's not the con, though. Because if you don't load manage your most expensive guy and his career lasts till he's 32, but you're paying him till he's 36, owners are going to ask questions why. Why they haven't asked this question is why can't we lengthen the schedule? Here's the thing. Some suggest guys get hurt. Me, Some guys get hurt. Me. That's a, it's, it's sports. He they, got hurt. He yeah. didn't. Yeah, That's they why. haven't thought about this as much because they're getting the money coming in every night anyway, either way. Now, if there was a way to mandate some sort of consumer protection, whereas when you buy the ticket, you buy it and expressly say, if Stephen Curry is not playing tonight. I get 40% back on my original no, I purchase. No, I get a refund. Screw 40%. Yeah. I, just, I get my money back. You watch and see how quickly the schedule changes. Oh, well, that or now, mode if, management. Now, let's, say, let's say the schedule never changed, but that became a law passed. at The you know at the, the president of the United States says you must refund every single time an all-star misses a starting lineup. Well, no, no, no. no load no, management me, would vanish let, overnight. Let me clarify that. If he's not actually injured and you don't have time, I mean, if you don't find out he's not playing till that day and there isn't a really good reason for it, like... And shoot around, he tripped over another guy and, you know, sprained his ankle and he actually can't walk on That's it. hurt. Yeah, that's hurt. Yeah. But, no, it's it, the, the best solution, you know, and, you know, I think other people have mentioned this before, but the league seems reluctant to take it on, has been that one, which is started earlier, end it later. We got our pal Sean Salisbury joining us in just a little bit here on 95.7 The Game. It's been a long time since we've said hello to Sean. We will talk to him about how the 49ers season ended, about the Super Bowl that's coming up, and what off-season priority lists need to be for Brock Purdy, 
need to be for Trey Lance, need to be for Kyle Shanahan and company. Uh, I'll say this, Ray, I do not know, and you do not know, and going into year seven, God bless him, Kyle Shanahan does not know who his week one starter is going to be next year. He just does not know right now. Um, I do know this, though. No matter who that week one starter is, you better get yourself off to a quick start because whoever the starting quarterback is has probably got about as short a leash on them for all the right reasons. Not the wrong reasons, but a short leash for all the right reasons. And the right reason is, hey, the guy behind you might actually be able to get this done better than you. And I know that that sounds like a little bit of a uh, smack in the face to the guy who you're looking to get better than, but there's a truth to it. Like Brock Purdy either, you know, looked really good and is going to come crashing down to earth and then Trey Lance's size and physicality is going to carry the day for him to be the choice, his contract, his draft status, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's Lance. Maybe it's Purdy. It feels like Purdy is wired to be behind Lance as next year begins. Maybe he built up enough house credit and will return even better than ever from elbow surgery, and it won't be like that, but Trey Lance now has an opportunity this offseason to make that gap up that the injury may have prevented him from even having in the first place. Whoever the Niners' starting quarterback is week one next year, Ray, a very short leash... And it's not an indictment on what they cannot do. It's the need for Kyle to make sure the guy behind him might not be the better option. Because, again, the window to win a Super Bowl is right now. Here it is. Here it is. got about two years going forward from today to win a Lombardi trophy with this group. You prep them both as if they're both going to start. That way you you minimize the chances that... that you know, that you're going to have a drop-off. That's the only thing he can do because as, as, you know, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's got. He probably is leaning toward Purdy because he's seen, you know, okay, this is a guy who had seven straight games running this offense and he ran it okay. It was fine. So he's probably got the leg up over Lance. But you prep them both as though they're both going to start and the other thing you can do between now and the start of training camp is find a, a veteran third quarterback that you can use in case they both crap out. Because that's also a possibility. Nate Sudfeld, back in the fold. Uh, let's, try, let's try a veteran quarterback who's actually played. Oh, you want one of those? Yeah. After the Josh Johnson experiment? Well, not just after the Josh Johnson experiment. Uh, just in general. I mean, what we've... What, what the 49ers have proven to the rest of the league is quarterback depth is a great thing. I mean, they went through four guys this year. I mean, that's an extraordinary number. The and, league and went through an extraordinary number. The of league, yes. Yeah. And so that's why I think the next time the competition committee, you know, is removed from their joint crypts and gathers together... I think they're going to bring back that third quarterback designation because there's going to be enough hue and cry from the coach to say the 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 salary cap's going up another sixteen million dollars a team. Surely we can afford two million for a, a an emergency quarterback. We 
have Sean Salisbury operating under our quarterback designation. He joins us next on the Bud Light guest line. Damon and Ratto here on 95.7 The Game. We are brought to you by CalHope.org. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Well, red and gold reaction here on 95.7 The Game is brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. Our friend Sean Salisbury joins us on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy, as is always our conversations with Sean. And what do you know, our cities are linked once again. Sean, who is based out of Houston, who has obviously hired D'Amico Ryan. What do you think about that hire for the Houston Texans? What advice would you give him coming back to Houston? Advice? I, I don't think he needs much of it. I think, having been a, obviously a player here, it's it's rare that you hear the, the regard that this guy's held in across the country for people that just have watched him from a distance. Here, he's revered. They, they love him. Leadership-wise, as a leader, as a player... Um, as a human being, 
And I think the two things that he has from all indications, watching him as a coordinator, we know he knows X's and O's and how to call defenses, Damon, but it is two things. One is he up the, the building gets better. The guy, he, he raises people's game. Robert Sala was great, but he also took that defense to a, another level. And he's done it back to back years and played and done phenomenal things with it. And the other thing, he leads. I'm a big believer that your assistants need to be great X's and O's guys. Now, if he's going to call the defenses and we'll see, then he's got that too. But your head coach needs to be the best leader in the building. He just does. Well, and it also feels like, Sean, it's a really good landing spot for him. Not only is it a homecoming of sorts, because, you know, going back to his playing days, but. Finally, Houston has basically painted itself into a corner where patience on this hire is required. You cannot let another guy go early in his contract based on the fact you just did that with your last two coaching promotions and you're in the tear it all down, build it all back up, needing a new quarterback in this draft department. It feels like D'Amico actually reaches Houston at a time where Houston can't, can't return to its worst behaviors. There's no question, and they, with him, like the buzz here has been big. It hasn't been this big since Watson first got to Houston. I, there, there's optimism now. I know they got a lot to do in the draft and the rest of it, but with him, and it's not even paint. I think this is the corner they wanted to paint themselves into. David Culley was not ready to be a head coach, even after all the years as an assistant. They knew that was a bridge coach, and in truth, so was Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith was not their first choice, their second choice, the third choice, but a stabilizing factor, but they didn't get better. And while it, I know optics and went 2-1 and done, it's been a dysfunctional franchise. What he does on a six-year contract is he brings great reputation for the 49ers, a guy that's beloved here, but also that's damn good at his job, and the response they get is great. So he's got the traits necessary. Now you got to go get the players. Is there a wild card, though, in the fact that I don't know how secure Nick Casario is as the general manager there? And is there a danger in bringing in a new general manager who I presume might want to hire his own coach? I, with the way the McNairs have gotten more involved, Cal McNair in this one, I, I think they're going to give a long leash to at least a couple more years to Nick Casario. I do. I don't, on the, on the national focus, they, they're looking at the last two coaches and think, well, is he tied to this coach? Yes, he is. And, and the draft picks as well. But he's done a decent job in, in the draft with what he's had. The first year he got here, they didn't have a pick till the third round. And that guy started for two years for the most part for him in Davis Mills. And then last year, from Pierce and Stingley and Petrie, and you, you're talking six, seven guys started that are young guys in the first, more than that when you call first or second year guys. So he's done pretty decent with the draft with what he's had. Now this one is the catch-all. The quarterback, you got two picks in the first round, all the Watson assets. So I've got a little danger, Ray, but while if now if D'Amico goes out for three straight years and they're two and fifteen, they'll both get fired. But as long as there's not some major hiccup and they win six games next year, Nick Casario is not going anywhere. They're going to let him play this out at least for a couple years. And I also think that even if they brought a GM in, let's just say they got tired of Casario after one more year, and they brought in a, a GM, uh, that GM would not have the they would not give him the power. This is a different organization and a little weird, but they would not give him the power to get rid of D'Amico Ryans. They're going to let the, they're they're going to play this out. I would imagine a minimum of three years, regardless of the result, unless it's just so bad. Nick Casario's job, at least for now, is not in danger. And even if a GM came in, 
that uh, D'Amico Ryans will outlast Nick Casario if that was the case. Our friend Sean Salisbury on the Bud Light guest line here on Damon and Ratto. So it is shoulder surgery time for Brock Purdy. It's either going to be six-month variety or, excuse me, elbow surgery time. It's either going to be six-month variety or shut him down because it's worse than that when they actually open him up and they get in there. What do you know, Sean, of quarterbacks returning from this similar injury along all of your playing days and coaching days? Haven't seen many of them. Elbow strains, you know, elbow soreness, you know, some guy. But rare is it that I've seen, and I don't know how often it is. If it is, it, we, we don't see it much, is the this Tommy John-type surgery. Now, we've seen it just from... Sniped from a cell phone tower, right? I think he blew out his UCL. He might have. Holding the receiver up, maybe his elbow, who knows. Or maybe he was holding a drink. Maybe it was Hassan Reddick just, just blowing him up. But he didn't even know he was in the passenger seat, but there he is. Or maybe even at Salisbury's house. Tyler Croft missed another block and got Sean Salisbury blindsided. I think that's probably what happened. Do you think people are taking... Like making way too much out of well, you use the wrong player to block the wrong player, and that's why the, the whole game plan that, that, blew up. That's always what people do because they know just enough to be stupid. I mean, Tyler Croft is a, probably a better blocker than George Kittle is at this right. point because they use Kittle in in more patterns. We no longer need to vamp. Our guest has returned. Sean Salisbury on the Bud Light guest line. Sean, you were right in the middle of an answer when you cut out, so let's uh, wrap up with with how rare it is, just in terms of your experience, to return from such an injury. I've never been on a team that's had this with a quarterback, other than, you know, tightness from throwing in the, during training camp, you throw a lot. But we've seen it with Verlander and McCullers and a lot of baseball stuff here in Houston. Uh, If it is that they're cutting him open, I mean, the baseball, football, the torque is pretty similar when it comes to it, the finish and the rest of it. If it's cutting open to serious, there's no way he's back in six months if you're just going by the history of baseball injuries. I mean, get it back into shape and strengthening it so your mechanics don't change. So let's assume, and I'd love to say for the best, that they didn't need to do it because, like I said, it is rare, but he'll get the best doctors around. But if it is a year, now the step is what's next? Jimmy's not going to be there, as we heard John and Kyle say. And now you're out Brock Purdy for the year more than likely. Now what? Trey Lance coming back from injury. It's his chance now to grasp it and see where it goes. But I wouldn't imagine it's going to be anytime soon. I, w- I would prepare if I'm the 49ers like it's a year. And if it's a bonus and it's sooner, then you get a great bonus back for a guy who won seven straight games for you. Who's a guy on the market that you would want to bring in either as a wiser head third quarterback type or somebody who could either back up Lance if he if he's fine or has to take the job if Lance isn't well you know that well, Jimmy Ghana you go through the names that would possibly be available or that you, that you could get I think Winston's a free agent I don't know he's a he's a turns the ball over which would drive Kyle crazy but he's got experience um if you want to get into the car business, but that's $40 million. That happened to compete, which I'm not sure car and land, they want to put them in that situation. So he's planning on going and being a starter. So you got to scramble around and look for a guy that, you know, um, that gives you an opportunity. Jacoby Brissett, I, I, you know, listen, I know Watson's there and he's the guy, 
But Brissett did a damn good job last year. He's a veteran. He's a he's become a guy who protects the football pretty well. He doesn't try to beat out. He he, he understands the situation. He's been in it, kind of like Bridgewater over his career. You keep replacing him with a with another higher draft pick, and players love him. He can run the football and do what Kyle does in his offense, and he's efficient enough in the short passing game of the guys, and, and it won't cost you 20 30 15 $18 million. He seems to be just off a short list in my head that a guy you could have that's reluctant. It happened again. <laughs> he blew his arm out. It that's happened it. again. Yeah. Tried to, tried to warm up again. and Hassan Reddick, again. Even on a play that hadn't even started yet. That should be roughing the passer. Offsides. I mean, at least reset down in distance here. But, uh, he, you know, he raised an interesting name, though. Derek Carr. Maybe bring him in as a starter. Well, I, I don't mean, know. There's I don't a price you, point that means he is your he's your starter. Well, yeah, sure. that, but I'm asking the question. You know, he would be a surer thing than either Purdy or Lance. If so, we if if we can get one, because I would like to hear Sean's just thumbnail sketch of of what he thinks the Super Bowl will be. That's what we'll come on back with if we can get him back online. But we'll let him go after that because he's hung up on us twice. He obviously. He's had it with the Bud Light guest line. Well, yeah. the other possibility is that his elbow's fine. He just throws the phone in the toilet. You know, Derek Carr, I I used to say this about Derek Carr. For, like, he had every shot in the bag. Like, he could, he could put a little on. He could take a little off. He could be very good in the intermediary. I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I really do not like about Derek Carr is that price point. I mean, if that is a price point, how about this? Would you rather have, uh, you know, Derek Carr as your starter for forty million, or maybe try to salvage, I don't know, Baker Mayfield for much less than that? Well, we have him back, so we can ask him. John Salisbury, one more time around, and we'll just—we we lost you once again as you were saying Derek Carr could possibly be an answer. And after this, we'll just get a quick thumbnail preview of the Super Bowl and what you think we got coming up between two very good quarterbacks in their own right, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Welcome back. Okay, and you didn't hear me say Brissett. No, Jacoby. No, no, he did. Carr. Okay, we okay. did hear Brissett. Yeah, yeah Brissett was because he's reliable. He can. He's he's not a guy with a big ego. He doesn't. He would like to be a starter, but he's a backup. Think Teddy Bridgewater, same way, a guy who's been replaced a few times, but can still handle it. I think Jacoby Brissett would be a reliable backup that is no threat to the long-term starting position, and it'll cost you a lot less. As far as the Super Bowl, listen, they've been the, they've been two. I mean, the most consistent team all year long has been Philadelphia. Um, the 49ers, unfortunately, we didn't get to see a real matchup because the quarterback thing has been well documented, but. They're filthy on defense. They're going to apply a lot of pressure. This will be one of the biggest tests for the uh, offensive line and the the protection for Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. The thing I love about Andy Reid on the other side, there's no rhyme or reason or down or distance or place on the field that he won't do something that you haven't seen or catches you off guard. Uh, big plays will be will matter in this game, but you're going to have to deal with a lot of schemes and guys who can pressure with three, four guys in Philadelphia. Keep an eye on the run game of the Kansas City Chiefs. Pacheco's physical. 
I love this game. And Jalen Hurts is a star. He is the star. But they're going to have to throw for more than 125 yards than they did last week. I love the game. I think it's a field goal game just on early returns. I like Philadelphia right now, but Mahomes is obviously the great equalizer. And you've got to find a way to double Kelsey and make somebody else beat you. Is there anything about this game that you think will surprise you? Or have we seen what Philadelphia does and what Kansas City does so many times that this is simply just a matter of who does what they do better than the other guy? It's the latter, Ray. You'll see both of them will pull off something different in the game with two weeks and they've got personnel. I mean, we've got stars just like we did last week. And like I said, a shame we didn't have Purdy healthy, but stars all over the place. They'll do something different. The key to this game is twofold. Who's better at executing in the red zone? And both these teams can score in the red zone. Philadelphia scores on opening possessions as well. But I think it simply comes down to six, eight plays, who turns it over, who yanks a punt, who gets that extra strip sack fumble at midfield. It's one of those games. I, I still, I, I'm still leaning towards like the under. You know, I don't think it's going to be 41-38 type game. I think it's going to be a little more physical, but I would keep an eye on a commitment to the run game, like I said, for Kansas City. Um, and it's going to come down to execution. This isn't get cute, and they run trick plays to make them work. So it's going to be physicality, and if they can't contain Philadelphia's defensive front, uh, you'll, you'll see a lot of pressure on Mahomes. The question is, will he be able to move? And I would imagine he'll be close to 100%. After two weeks off, he seemed to be moving pretty well against Cincinnati. Sean Salisbury on the Bud Light guest line. Three phone calls for you today. You officially checked in. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. I, I appreciate you guys. Have a good one. There he is. Sean Salisbury on 95.7 The Game. It will be a fascinating Super Bowl. I mean, we do have two high-powered teams going against each other. Different styles, different types of quarterbacks. Good coaches all the way around. And imagine the the little bit of element of Andy Reid versus Philadelphia as we mercifully get through this week without it. But the game hype really starts next week. That'll come in a fold. About Wednesday, someone's going to come up with that one as the major oh, no, that's, talking that's, point. That's coming out Monday. They're, they're going to throw his deep jump, on. Jump right on that. I mean, the fact, is, the fact that Tom Brady announced his retirement when he did meant that you don't have any out of out of market lead-ins that anybody cares about and most of the coaches will have been hired by then um so i yeah i think you'll you'll get you'll get reed v sirianni early oh by the way warriors fans do you feel joy say joy you should feel a little joy because tonight's warriors game is not dead on arrival First name Stephen, last name Curry. He came into my life, now everything is less blurry. Oh, Steph, Steph, Curry, Steph, Curry, Curry, Steph, Steph, helping me out. He's going. to the best, best. First name He's Stephen, playing. last name Curry. He came into my life, now everything it's officially is happening. Steph Curry and Draymond, who were listed as questionable, are available to play tonight. Your Warriors starters are Steph Poole Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney. What do you know? Going back to bigs. Uh, when uh, Jokic is on the schedule. Probably a good way to go about it or just try to track meet him off the court. But uh, no Clay Thompson, but we are getting Steph Curry. And with Steph Curry playing, Draymond's like, yeah, sure, I guess I'll go too. That's good. 
Well, the fact that Looney's back in the starting lineup is also an acknowledgement that last night he was one of the few Warriors who was good start to finish. And I think, say whatever you want about his physical limitations, he's one of the very few Warriors who you know what you're going to get from him night in and night out. And I think that is probably the most important thing the Warriors need right now, is somebody you can just inherently trust, and they don't have enough of those guys. Kavon Looney... A trusted agent. Chasing wins. Sounds like a good, good move. Uh, Real quick question from the Xfinity Mobile text line. Going back to the conversation we were having about the 49ers from the 650 saying, shouldn't we at least kick the tires on Brady? Yeah, but not now. Life is timing. And this week is not the time to ask Tom Brady about his future. Three months from now, when he's removed from a year, maybe getting a little bored, off of his normal off-season schedule or habits, and he's starting to think, yeah, maybe, 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 but it's not now. And it probably Uh, won't be then. No, I don't think so either. I don't know if you read the Greg Bishop story in Sports Illustrated about Brady's retirement, but... He has access to Brady or Brady's people because he has had for years. And he suggested pretty strongly that if Brady was going to come back at all, it would be good to go back to Tampa because he wasn't dissatisfied in Tampa and that he wasn't looking around at any place else. So you Not even Miami, huh? Not even Miami. He was apparently, you know, Brady was satisfied in Tampa except for the results. And I think, you know, between the fact that Tampa was pretty beat up, um, I think he would probably view that as as viable an option in the NFC as any team that is looking for a quarterback. That said, it sounded, at least the way Bishop framed it, like he really is done. And that some people close to him were suggesting that they knew it much earlier than this. Well, I guess... Congratulations to all involved for sitting on that story, but it'd be stupid to bite your... Well, I don't think it was just sitting on the story because he was, he was going to be the only one who could tell it. Right. I mean, because he could still change his mind given the fact that he did that a year ago. So I think they just, they thought that this was probably it. So I, I guess you could kick the tires, but I can't, I don't know they should expect an answer. Are you ready for your NBA All-Star Game Reserves, because they were just handed to me. They've just come out. They've just had the announcement on TNT as to who is playing with our star-studded starring lineups, which were revealed last week. Here you go with your reserves, your West All-Star Reserves, Ray. John Morant, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Damian Lillard, Jaron Jackson Jr., DeMontis Sabonis, Lori Markinen. And Paul George are your West All-Star Reserves. So they went with Jaron Jackson, even though there is a suspicion that some of his defensive numbers have been massively inflated by the Memphis stat crew. So I've heard that there has been a careful going back through this Memphis stat crew. And although that made for really good internet conjecture, uh, apparently there, there really is no great margin of error that has added 
a level of statistical dominance that could be seen in a mathematical. Like it, it, there really isn't much there there after all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they just caught enough because everybody likes to evaluate everything about basketball based on three f- video clips anyway. But I found it interesting that the uh, wagering on the defensive player of the year in Vegas was taken off the board and may still be off the board for all I know. Hey, we had to investigate some things. So there you go. There is your West All-Star Reserve and there's a king. There's a As there should be. Sacramento king. And you could make All-Star. a case for a second one too. But there probably should. Well, there is a case being made for a second king, but it's just being made in a Pacers uniform. Because when we look at the East All-Star Reserves. We have Joel Embiid, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle, DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday, and Tyrese Halliburton. And deservedly so. He's yeah, he's coming. He's supposed game. to be coming back tonight. He's yeah. been out for a while. So there you go. We got your all-star game for what is bound to be the uh, worst celebrity-attended all-star game in the history of the modern NBA who wants to spend a lot of money to sit courtside and party for a week in Utah? Raise your hand. Not a lot of hands went up. Well, there's no celebrities in this room. I can only see one. Are you staring in a mirror again? No, no, no. Lucas? It's Grandy. It's the host of the 415ers podcast right there. I'll get an autograph for you before the end of the day, Ray. What's he going to do? Paint an X on his hand and slam it on the paper? No, I'm going to have him come and just sign your forehead with a Sharpie. It's going to be great. Just big grandy right across your forehead. Yeah, yeah. Halliburton is playing tonight. And already has 11 points in the first quarter. There you go. Tyrese going to an all-star game. He's inspired. We're inspired. And we've got for you, coming up in a matter of moments, a little program we like to call Warriors Live. We're going to hop into that in our 5 o'clock hour. When we come on back, we will talk about how their late-game situation certainly blew last night's game, and they're playing towards the worst possible stereotype that Charles Barkley used to accuse them of. We've got that for you and much more coming up in our final segment here, walking you right up to Tim Roy pregame live in Denver this evening. We got a little action. Steph, Poole, Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney are starters. Only Clay is sitting out the back-to-back. Damon and Ratto here on 95.7 The Game. We're brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Demon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Uh, we actually broadcast this bad boy over on YouTube. You can see us there. You will not be impressed, but it's nice to have you. Thank you for consuming us, no matter how you choose to do it. Whether good old-fashioned right here on the radio or over on YouTube with all the hip, cool kids that watch us there. Uh, thanks so much to Sean Salisbury for appearing on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. You can check out that on the Odyssey app, on the YouTube page. 
Wherever Ray Ratto's broadcasting from later tonight, Ray, where is your uh, um, where's your podcast coming from tonight? Don't have one. Do you want one? Why would anybody want one? A podcast? Why would anybody want me to have one? You see, that's the legitimate question. That was the question that I was trying to ask. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't listen to me if I'd get away with it. You know, what I was pitching earlier today uh, is you having some sort of... Uh, 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 like a virtual Valentine's Day card, like a, a a warm, heartfelt greeting from Ray Ratto to send to a loved one this Valentine's Day. I would shoot you in the Achilles tendon. Let's do it. No, let's do it. Think of the inspirational message that you could share with the lovebirds here in the Bay Area. Think of the shattered hearts across the Bay Area if that happened. Think of the money you could make, Ray. You could do it on Cameo. We're back to Cameo. Does that thing still exist? Definitely. That's horrifying. I don't know how without you on it, though. Lucas, come here so I can hit you without getting out of my chair. Would you rather be on Cameo or OnlyFans? I have no idea what OnlyFans is. Really? Really. Okay. What is OnlyFans? It's essentially, um, it was a place that was built to be a, a version of Cameo where you would pay a celebrity directly for content to you. Oh, that's what that was called. And the entirety of it was basically taken over by the pornography industry. Okay. The fact that you know that tells me something more about you that I didn't realize I knew. I, I, would, I knew that that was a thing that occurred. I didn't know it was called OnlyFans. Yeah. This, at this point, to say that that is general knowledge in the world and zeitgeist that we're living in, this, is, this does not make me a rare, porno-hungry, uh, filthy, dirty birdie. This just means I have electricity and I've been paying attention. No, it's all the, the magazines in the trunk of your car. Hey, look, these kids don't understand what it was like to have to turn to magazines in the trunk of your car back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reading's fundamental. I get that. Yeah, try masturbating to still photography, kids. You don't even know what a tough growing up and upbringing is. <laughs> yeah, talk your way out of that one. That's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. Everyone, let's not pretend. Yeah. Enjoy your commute home, folks, with that image running around your head. It's great to have you here. See, where can I buy that Ray Ratto greeting card? People want to know. Hell, that's where you can get it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers sent this little greeting card to the 49ers. He did so down at Pebble Beach. Hi, Aaron. Hi, cool. Got any news you want to share with us? Not going to San Fran. Well, if that's what you're going to call it, we didn't want you in the first place. Not going to San Fran. There you go. Aaron Rodgers. Out of the 49ers' future plans. Well, I think he knew the 49ers were going to be a little light on the $49 million a year payout. Just a touch. They're coming up a little short there. A little bit short. What would you rather spend $49 million on? A brand new interior offensive line or Aaron Rodgers? I think at this point, the new, the new offensive line. But the wild card there is how long can you survive not knowing if either of your quarterbacks are fully functional. And the one thing that you can always rely on with Kyle Shanahan is that he doesn't make a decision before it has to be made. So he doesn't have to really worry about this until at the earliest the start of the third round of the draft. But after that, I'm sure it'll be wandering around his head.
one of the names that was wandering around the head of Sean Salisbury when we asked, you know, what, what are you really supposed to do at quarterback next year? Again, Kyle Shanahan at his press conference said, I know we have two starters on our team right now that I believe we can win with. So when you have that situation, you're not that eager to go looking around. I understand you might not be eager to go looking around. The same way I am never eager to go to the grocery store. But you need to do it because you might run out of food if you don't. So the third quarterback that he's talking about bringing in as a veteran, like that really wasn't a question about are you bringing in a veteran starter, but you got to have someone other than these two kids. And I'm, that's Trey Lance and Brock Purdy are still two NFL kids just in case. I mean, you're going to need a camp arm for training camp. Jacoby Brissett. It's not a bad idea. Jacoby Brissett actually makes a little sense. It really does. I don't know what the price is on Jacoby Brissett. I don't know what the opportunity he's looking for. Uh, Jameis Winston? Probably not. Just doesn't feel like he and Shanahan would be simpatico based on his turnover-prone career. But I'd, I'd rather have Jameis Winston get thrown into a game than Jacoby Brissett. There's a lot of nothing is about... No, nothing good happens with Jacoby Brissett. Nothing good is guaranteed to happen with Jameis Winston either. But at least something good could happen. Jacoby Brissett is... Maybe you won 12 to, to 7 that day. I mean, he's just... He, Jacoby Brissett ain't it. But it's also not a bad idea as a third quarterback, a veteran camp guy to bring in. Not to mention, don't you want someone sort of holding the hands of Lance and Purdy in your training room? And, and the truth is, is you got to start the year with two quarterbacks. If Purdy's not ready to start the year, then you're you got to bring in somebody. So, yeah, well, I mean, again, you know, Kyle Shanahan has already been thinking about this, and I think he probably is going to bring in that third guy and at that point you've got it you got to be able to convince a third guy that he could come in at least ostensibly compete for the job and if not that that there will be a place on the active roster for him tyrod taylor or whatever the name i mean let's say tyrod taylor just for snicks and giggles if he's going to be inactive every week then why would he come here? You'd have to tell whoever you're bringing in, you're going to be on the active roster every week. And if there isn't a third quarterback designation made legal again by the NFL, that might be a restriction that Kyle Shanahan is unwilling to make. Where's this team going to go for its defensive coordinator? Is Vic Fangio uh, is still officially in play? No. Is it, where is he now? Miami. Miami, it's a done deal. So there you go. A former 49ers assistant coach jumps all over Vic Fangio. So Steve Wilkes, is that the direction this is now heading in? Will there be an internal promotion for defensive coordinator? I'm, 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 I think it's a little disappointing that Vic Fangio is not the name. Well, you had to come up with a compelling reason why he would want to do something he's done before. There's a little bit of a familiarity that should be reassuring. Yeah, but I think you he's... You know that you're walking into a situation that is run right. 
But I think he is confident enough in his ability that he would be able to not worry about familiarity. He would make himself familiar with whatever he was doing. And I think Mike McDaniels probably sold him the moon because he needs somebody to straighten out that side of the ball. I think it's almost an easier job for Vic to just show up and keep a good thing going in San Francisco. Maybe, maybe that maybe he'd rather have the challenge. I don't know. All I know is he's not coming here. Well, so my first two steps in a 49ers offseason that could turn into a Super Bowl next season have not happened. Tom Brady ain't coming, Vic Fangio ain't coming. Maybe a lesson in that. For the 49ers to start paying attention to me? No, that clearly they're not paying attention to you. You should stop giving them advice that they're going to reject anyway. Well, no wonder why they haven't won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you're the reason. Hey, these these just nuggets that I'm offering are free. They're available. You can use them or ignore them at your own risk. If they're free, they may be worth what you're what you're asking for them. I'm just saying. Should have been. Should have been Tom Brady. If you're off to this this kind of a start, you know, either you need to rethink your priorities, or I showed up in this market in 2005. The 49ers have not taken my advice. They have not won a Super Bowl since I've been here. The Warriors, they've listened carefully. Look at the success. Really, Giants. My my voice bled into the Giants, their front office, and their behaviors. Three world championships prove that. I don't talk enough hockey to really help the Sharks. Maybe that's my fault. Oh, it's definitely your fault. There you go. Teams that listen have trophy cases. Teams just, that don't, don't. Well, everybody's got a trophy case. They just haven't filled it lately. Since I've been here. So those who have listened have more trophies. Those who haven't have a massive attendance problem, Oakland so, Days. So what's the thing, what's the advice you gave the Warriors that they desperately needed that they didn't already have play or trade james wiseman you got to have something for him or get something out of him he is too valuable to allow to die on the vine which they basically have done they have removed any element of mystery everyone in the league now pretty much knows he sucks and they're stuck with a depreciating asset that they're not getting any return for we don't they should have done that. We don't know that they're stuck with him. I mean, they probably have not shopped him around yet. I mean, the trade deadline's in a week. I mean, maybe they maybe they get something done for him. I mean, well, if they do, Oklahoma they will City, have taken my Oklahoma advice. Oklahoma City's only got sixty-five draft choices. They will have taken my advice if they do. One of my end of the year predictions when I was doing like the last show of last year, and you were already off that Friday, and Alan Styles and I were uh, emptying out our predictions for the upcoming year my first prediction is james wiseman would be traded by this deadline so we'll see if i'm right or not okay and if you're not then then they're probably then you're not winning 3. the title this year then you're over three and the team's not it paying attention to me or the over three teams yeah well I'm just here to help just here to help by the way the amount of people who are running wild with ideas for the Ray Ratto Valentine's Day card on the text line are there's there, lonely look, shut-ins who should not be acknowledged in any way shape or form there's money to be made here if you're above money what the hell are you even doing here in the first place 
There's money to be made. Would you like to make money? Not that money. That's dirty money. It means what you're doing here is for noble cause, but that no, is a no, 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 no. Everything I do is a shameful act. But that's not dirty money. It's just money in which I have to interact with strangers. No, this is a recording. A recorded message. I have to interact with strangers because they're going to ask me. They're going to say, "Here's what I'd like you to say," and I'm. That's not. No, what you I'm don't saying. have to satisfy anyone. No, you don't well, satisfy not, well, anyone. And I'm succeeding without even making an effort. Welcome everybody to your five o'clock hour. I have no idea what OnlyFans is. You're listening to ninety-five-seven. The game, KGMZ FM and HD One, San Francisco. Always live on Twitch, YouTube, and the free Odyssey app. Damn well, better be free. That's the card right there. That's the card right there. Here, honey, I've got nothing for you for Valentine's Day except a message from Ray Ratto. And that message is? I have no idea what OnlyFans is. What is OnlyFans? There's someone in our audience who would pay $5 for that. That's a person I don't want to know. But they want to know you. Well, they don't get a vote. So if it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, if it's not going to be Vic Fangio, if it's officially not going to be Tom Brady, then let's go ahead and work with what you actually got. Now your needs turn into the off-season programs of Brunskill, of Burford, and of Aaron Banks. Those three guys have a massive off-season in front of them. You all played last year. You were all evaluated as good but not great at this who's ready to go to great at this anyone willing to sacrifice what needs to be sacrificed in an offseason to approach greatness we're talking about rest power discipline nutrition all of it which one of you guys seriously wants to hold on to this job and which wants to be replaced because of the many compensatory picks that the 49ers have packaging and moving into the second late first round for a premium offensive lineman at the time probably is in the books too and if not for that the replacement of javon kinlaw and that's maybe a topic that i should have brought up a day or two ago just hadn't gotten to it but here it is i think javon kinlaw has given all this team he can give and it's time for them to look for the guy who was never really the replacement for DeForest Buckner. I think you need to find that solution to replace Javon Kinlaw, get the best guard center right tackle available in the draft. That guy hopefully becomes a starter for you with the improvement of Burford, Banks, Brindle, the guy that you aren't replacing with the draft pick or the free agent signing. I think you got to go about it that way. Um, I think offensive line is certainly a start because what did we see from Philadelphia except they have the best offensive line in football. You need to close that gap even if you're not playing the Eagles this, year, this coming year. Um, I don't know how desperately they need to replace Ken Law because I don't think he was an impediment to what they did this year. Um and the fact that they've got at least three third-round picks in what is supposed to be a fairly offensive lineman-rich draft suggests that they can get that done with only a moderate expense of money. But you've got to get at least one guy who is a veteran who matters 
at least close to the way Trent Williams has mattered. Because I think there, I mean, there are people who I actually think that he is the most dominant player, not only at his position, but is more of a dominant player at his position than anybody else is at theirs. It's a fascinating offseason that is coming up for a team that just had a fascinating season that was completely dashed. I mean, in that NFC title game, that was brutal. To, they had uh, Larry Kruger was in for Matt's Diamonds today. And I hadn't seen Larry since the NFC championship game. I saw him. I was like, dude, how do you, what, what do you think? He's, oh, he still, that hurts. He still stays. He's like, that's the least amount of fun I've ever had watching a 49ers game because it was just over as it started. And it really was. That was that was a rough one. That was a rough one. That's going to sting for a while, Niners fans. I'm going to return to the one weapon that this team definitely will have to fire at the rest of the NFL going forward. And the most important weapon is the combination of Kyle Shanahan's plays and Christian McCaffrey's ability to highlight and execute them. That is where the money will be found offensively next year on day one, week one, and needs to be pretty much a reliable source of guaranteed that's going to work game in, game out. Look at where we are. Look at the starting position of this relationship. That's the floor. Like what we just saw this past season is the floor of that productivity. That's the starting point of what we were told, what they thought would be one of the best hand-in-glove, sort of he calls them, I run them, coach, athlete combinations in the NFL. It's huge. The offseason that Kyle Shanahan and Christian McCaffrey have together, really exploring what they collectively did well, what maybe is an idea or two to be turned away from and used You know, maybe we're running in between the guards with more Jordan Mason next year. More Elijah Mitchell. And if we're talking about, like, what can you do with just your own roster this offseason? Among the other guys that has to have a monster offseason, I believe is Elijah Mitchell, too. Getting healthy, getting ready to put up big numbers as the understudy to Christian McCaffrey. I think that's a huge element of next year's early season success while you're still going to be, you know, tossing the coin of who the hell the quarterback is supposed to be. I mean, what the thing we've seen about the 49ers is that because they are not quarterback dependent, they can do all those other things and not miss much of a beat. They just need not to have an awful quarterback. They need to stay healthier and not just at quarterback, but pretty much everywhere. They need to keep McCaffrey healthy more than anybody else. Um, but you saw this year the 49ers are, you know, perfectly fine as currently built. The only questions are, can you make the offensive line better so that it is as elite as your running game? Um, and can you keep your defense at or near the top of the league on the other side? Because... That's how they won 13 games after a mediocre start. By the way, just getting ready to haunt you is the reality of this situation that the Niners have in their quarterback room. You got a might be backing up a could be or a could be backing up a might be. We don't know yet. They could both be two very good NFL starters going forward. Or neither guy really shows up for 
that next look in impresses. I, I, I don't know what what is going to really bear the most fruit. You know, do you want the stronger, athletic, more raw prototype of supreme NFL athlete? Well, you've got that in Trey Lance. Or would you rather trade all the physical attributes away for a guy who's just got it in between his ears and sees the field and delivers the ball and does what Kyle needs to do? I'll say this. Whoever wins that job, whoever is your week one starter, I hope you have a really good first half of that game. Because in a town, Ray, where a quarterback debate is basically a birthright, I mean, every generation from Montana to Young to Alex Smith to Kaepernick to Jimmy G to Trey Lance to Trey Lance now and Brock Purdy, it is the birthright of a 49er fan to be caught up in this argument and the cliche of the backup quarterback being the most popular guy in town will probably never ring more true than in the year we're about to have. Oh no, that's a given. I so mean, that, strap in, right? It, it's a law of physics. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's going to be stupid again, because whatever else you want to say about Jimmy Garoppolo, he served this place well and was never properly appreciated for it. He always had to be somebody else. And the fact is, he got him to a Super Bowl, got him to a conference final, and had he not gotten hurt, he might very well have gotten to another conference final this year. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. But this town doesn't appreciate what it has until it doesn't have it anymore, which seems to me a sort of an ass-backwards way to go about being a fan. But that's why I distrust fans. Are you ready for a little Warriors Live? Are you ready to party with the NBA, Ray? Because we got an NBA party that we thought might get canceled. If we didn't get a little Steph Curry mixed in with this game tonight, you know, the whole load management, which we were discussing earlier, and what a pain in the rear end First it really is. Steph but wait. Last name Curry. He came into my life. Now everything is less blurry. It's happening. The only load that needs to be managed will be the barrage of threes. <laughs> That unfortunately didn't really fall for the Warriors last night, which brought to an end their three-game winning streak. And it was the first Warriors live we had done in a really long time. Maybe it was us. Maybe we put the mush on. I'm fine with that. Maybe it's you. Great. Maybe it's time for Warriors live right here on 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.